0: guys, how you guys doing? I hope you're fine and you have been taking care of yourself. You are welcome once again to the Chatty Miss Chubby Show, and I am your one and only host, Royal Chubbiness, (laughs) the Queen of Chubbiness, Mfon Victory, and. I want to thank everybody who actually listened to my last episode, thank you guys so much for the listens, thank you for the feedback, thank you for sharing, I'm so grateful, God bless you guys, this means a lot to me, thank you, thank you, thank you, hugs and kisses from me to all of you guys. (laughs) So, um, today, I'm going to tell you guys a story, it's story time, and... This story is about the first time I got a scandal. I've had like five scandals in my entire life. <laughs> and I'm not even 25 yet. <laughs> so, um, the very first time I had a scandal. And this happened when I was in primary school. As I then we lived in Delta State. And I was born and brought up in Delta State anyways. Before we moved to Port Harcourt. So, I... We lived in Dettacet and I was attending the Catholic Uwe Nozuan Primary School, it was a missionary school. So this was like the first term, we are just resumed for the first term after the long holidays and there was this new girl who was introduced to my class, Rukewe, but we call her Rookie for short. She was a really really naughty kid, very naughty. she, was, she became my seatmate. so someway, somehow, I really got close to her and we became cool friends. She was one of the kids who would always sneak in teddy bears to school, dolls, chewing gum, um, sweets. All of those things were contraband. We were not allowed to bring any of those things to school. So, and I was a good kid, like very, very good kid. Like, no teacher had to complain about me. Probably because of the way my parents are trained, us we really never had friends at home. We know they play. I did not even play when I was younger. we were always indoors. My parents will lock us indoors, even when they were going out. When they are in the house, they lock us inside. The only thing we did all day was eat, read, sleep, and watch news. We we're not even allowed to watch cartoon. So, I really, really was not um, conversant with. The kind of things she was doing, but then I got to be friends with her, and some way somehow she influenced me into, you know, sneaking things into school. And I did not have any dolls to sneak in. We'd never had any of that in our house, so the only thing I could sneak in was bubble gum. <laughs> and this day, devil punished me that the bubblegum bubblegum at that time they had different types and different varieties but this one i liked was one that had smaller rectangles inside one pack. That there would be like um, sh- um smaller rectangles of um, like 10 pieces of bubblegum inside one pack sometimes different colors sometimes it was just one color and this day i like the ones that had different colors but then that particular day it was not available so I bought the one that had um, one color, and that one color was red. Now, when I got to school, I showed Rukewe what, what I had brought in. And she was like, okay, you know, she was, you know, hailing me like, ah, you know, you are now becoming a bad guy. You know, I was becoming whole and I was like, because before then, I did not have any friends, because, like, I was, like, the most timid, most quiet and I was the shyest kid in class that year. So I was always alone until Rukkewe came along. Then I became one of the um, bad kids. Like I was not that bad shy, but I was not entirely innocent either. So um, I showed her and she was like, ah, you know, all of those kinds she was talking like, giving me (laughs) accolades. And my head was blowing, my head was increasing every every. Now, Rukwai was like let's you know take some let's not wait until break let's just chew it. Now I opened bubble gum Rickaway took one I took one and then I kept the rest in my school bag. Now Rickaway made a mistake and she popped her own gum and the sound was really 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 loud and our classroom teacher was like uh-uh who did that? You guys do not know that bubble gum is contrabound in school? Why? Why? Who did that? Who did that? Everybody was like, because nobody actually knew who did it. I was the only one who knew, because Rukia was my seatmate, of course. So everybody was just looking. Before that time, Rukia was already swallowed the bubblegum. Me, I swallowed my own. So when none of us, you know, admitted to the crime committed, our classroom teacher was like, She was going to search all of our bags to know the people who brought bubble gum to school since we are being naughty. So Rika was like, Ah, I should hide it, from. I should hide it. I don't know where to hide it that they will not search. So I decided to hide it inside my pants. <laughs> of all places, inside my pants. eh? Just close to the place where my vagina resides. eh? Inside my pants. That was where I kept bubblegum so uh, after our class just searched and searched she did not see anything she actually gave us mass punishment because she felt like we are really being crafty with <laughs> the crime so we are giving mass punishment and all and all now some way, somehow I forgot about the bubblegum until when I was close to my house now my mom was not the one who picks us from school she's not the one who picks us from school it was this um, older girl was, I think she was in for my sister at that time so she will be the one to bring us back from school my mom did not need to stress herself and I was expecting that my mom was not going to be around because like, like I said it was until I got close to the house that I remember that hey, bubble gumu is inside my pants so you know, tactically without letting my siblings know if not they would tell on me I removed it and i disposed it but then i figured that my pants was already stained with the red color and i was not going to let my mom see that because she would just kill me my mom hates my mom hates stains like she hates it hate 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 that's why when we go to school we do not play we don't play around we don't play in the sand we don't play at all so that somebody will not come and mistakenly touch your clothes and then it will become dirty or maybe you have an accident maybe as you're running you fall or oh, any any of that she hated death and we were sure not to put that in bad bathroom whenever we come back from school the way we dress to school is the way we come back <laughs> <No> those things <laughs> so i was not going to let my mom see that because problem with the first and foremost how dare you buy bubble gum? how dare you in my house is also contraband like what gave you the impact eh? Imagine the concubility, the audacity that you had to buy bubble gum and you get mine. <laughs> so I was, I did not have, I did not think I wanted to get into another trouble with my mom. So I, you know, I was, you know, just being so calculative in my head. Okay. When I get to the house, I'll just sneak into, like I'll just rush into the bathroom, take my bath as I'm bathing. I'll soak the pants when it's, you know when i'm almost done with bathing i'll scrub and, scrub and scrub and scrub and scrub no matter how long it takes i'm going to scrub and scrub and scrub and make sure this thing leaves my pants before my mom sees it i was not expecting my mom to be around that day but some way, somehow unfortunately for me she was around the house and where we got in she was selecting things by the dining so immediately i just removed my bag and i was rushing off to the bathroom I moved my uniform, save for my siglen and my short sneaker, and I will rushing to the bathroom. And that was totally unlike me. When I come back from school, I will just lazy around until my mom threatens me with maybe a cane section, the <laughs> deliverance section, manual deliverance section. That's when I'll find my way to the bathroom. So I think my mom was watching me. You know, parents. Sometimes you think that you're fooling them. You don't know you're fooling yourself. <laughs> you think you're deceiving them. You don't know you're deceiving yourself. And I think she was watching my body language. The way I was just in a haste to get to the bathroom. So while I was, you know, um, removing my singlet and my shirt in the bathroom, she just came. Bah. She said, "What is that on your pants?" Like I, didn't, I did not even know how she saw it. But the stain was really massive, man. So what's that on your pants i think around that time i was eight yes what's that on your pants i said <laughs> i like i was hooked i didn't know what to answer because how would i tell my mom that yes it's string on that costs it so i said that you know telling all kind of unfathomable lies that i would in fact if you're telling that lies to me right now i'll be like let me let me like that lie because it did not even match, the lies did not even relate. And my mom knew that I was lying, she dragged me out of the bathroom. She got a cane and she gave me enough beating, sat me down. She said, Oh, yeah, start telling me how did you get that stain on your pants. So, after the whooping, I felt like, I mean, there's nothing to be scared of anymore. they already flogged me. The highest thing that they would do now is to flog me again and um, scold me on top. So, let me just see the truth. So I told my mom about the bubble gum incident, she said it's a lie, that that is not true. I'm like, Jesus Christ, but that's the truth. She, and she, me, I really did not even know what she had in mind. That's the funny thing. I did not even know what she was thinking until she, she pops the question. She said, who touched you? Tell me who touched you. Who touched you that you had that blood on your pant? Uh-uh, blood, Qua, blood of waiting. Is it blood of Ram or blood of Jesus? Where did the blood come from? That thing just the um, color extract from the pants. How can you say it's blood? I was like, no, mommy, it's not blood. Nobody touched me. Nobody. Nobody touched me. Oh God. Nobody touched me. Mom was not having any of that. She was shocked that somebody touched me. She went ahead. She called her younger sister, Auntie Baby. And Auntie Baby is a very, very brutal person. We are scared of her. Whenever my mom wants to threaten us, she'll threaten us with Auntie Baby. Auntie Baby was like our core disciplinarian. In fact, she's got nothing on my parents. She will deal with you until you repent. (laughs) So my mom called Auntie Baby. Auntie Baby immediately, not even take time. She had arrived. My mom had already briefed her of everything. She came. She started asking me her own questions. So can you tell us how all of this happened? And then i read um i said i you know told her the story of the bubble gum issue and she said this like this thing cannot be bubble gum which kind of chewing gum is that that will bring this kind of color hey oh, god at that point i really really wished that they had caught me with the chewing gum instead i really wish that i carried the chewing gum and walked into the house i wish i did not throw away the chewing gum so that at least i will have and evidence that nobody touched me, and it was actually that chewing gum that I, don't, that I had done the deed. But then my mom was not going to take it, and baby was in fact. And baby took me to the bathroom, she mixed pepper inside what I put it inside my vagina. Oh, God, <laughs> she nearly killed me that day. God, I was so Jesus. I cried, I begged, I pleaded. I, nobody touched my mom, called the neighbors. You know, my my cries attracted our neighbours, people around. I even remember one lady said that was that I used to sell kerosene for my mom. She came. My mom told her what happened. now I started asking me her own question. No am no I don't even like the woman to start reception. She said asking me own question. It was just so annoying. People were just everywhere in the house. Like, ah, ah. I said, this thing is true. Go, My mom will bring out the pants. She will show people. She will say, my sister, this thing not be blood. I better help me talk not be blood with this, they will conquer, Now blood. Oh, my own had finished. I was thinking and thinking and thinking, what would I say again? What do I want to say again? I cried, I cried, and my dad was not around at this time. He was in um River State, like he was in Port Harcourt. He was working in Port Harcourt then, so it was only until he had, leave that's when you come visit us so it was not even around to start with self because I feel like he would have been the one who would have really really you know take conscious time to actually decipher if that was blood or not probably would have taken it to a lab or something or probably to a chemist or to a doctor But my parents my, my mom and my auntie they had already concluded that it is blood now they have flogged me and flogged me and flogged me until i was totally unresponsive and they left me and and Auntie baby told me she promised me that she was going to come back the next day that i was going to confess that probably is because i had already started enjoying what the person was doing to me that's why i did not want to you know mention who the person was at that place i was that was where i slept until morning my mom left me like (laughs) she just left me like that in the morning, she dragged me to the bathroom. She, she, in fact, she, 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 she baited me herself. She did not let me bait myself. baited me herself, wore my uniform, and then she asked me to go to school. Now I went to school. All my friends, they were like, they saw the cane marks on my body. They were like, uh-uh, "What happened?" My classmates were asking me, "What happened to you?" And I just made a story, and you know, just one story like that. Something, something, I did something else, and then my mom flogged me. That's why I made mean. Because I was not going to tell them that I was trying to sneak in bubblegum, and I could not do it successfully. That would be a blow to my face. See me, I was thinking about bubblegum. <laughs> oh, God. I did not really, I thought that it was, it had actually ended. I thought that everything had ended. You know that they were not going to talk about it again. And Auntie Baby was just threatening me because she, they like threatening person very well. But after I came back from school, I met Auntie Baby in the house. This time around, she came with one man like that. I think he was is a policeman. She said if I did not say who touched me, who fingered me. That this policeman is going to take me to prison. <laughs> See blackmail now. <laughs> if it was now safe, i will be like, what kind of talk is that? What kind of useless, useless threat is that one? But immediately I heard prison and policeman. Yay! I got 100% scared, and I lied this time around. And this 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 time was not funny. I mentioned the name of one of the male teachers in my school uncle patrick and that day at that particular day was the first time i was seeing uncle patrick uncle patrick had come to our class to come and talk to my class teacher and then he left she was calling him like she was hailing him uncle patrick onto uncle patrick that was how i got to know his name so when my aunt my aunt threatened me that was the name that came out from my mouth i said it's uncle patrick that touched me. She said, okay, no problem. She took me to Mr. Biggs. She because at that time, Mr. Biggs was like one of the biggest restaurants. She bought me chicken and she bought me ice cream. And she told me that I had done well to actually say who the person was. All of this while I thought that everything has ended as I should be as I've said what I what people wanted to hear now, it will end. It didn't end, my dears. It did not end. <laughs> I, got, I went to school the next day only for my, my auntie and my mom to come. My mom came with police officers. My auntie came with my uncle. That's my father's brother who was staying in Efimno at that time. She came with him and some other men. All of them came to school. And <laughs> Man, this, this wasn't funny. All of them came to school at break time. They came to see the headmistress. The policemen arrested um, Uncle Patrick. There was pandemonium in school. Everybody was looking at me, like everybody was just like, uh uh-uh, what happened? Why would your mother come and arrest Uncle Patrick? What has Uncle Patrick done?" Like, and then my auntie, she, someway somehow, probably she felt like I won't be safe in school. She dragged me along, and all of us went to the police station. They did Uncle Patrick. They took his statement. He was like, he has never seen me before. <laughs> He doesn't even know who I am. When they asked me to give my own statement, I gave the statement that I given to my auntie that Uncle Patrick took me to the bathroom and he inserted his hands into my vagina. All of this I said because I was really scared and I was scared of even the things I didn't even know were going to happen. So, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> it's a really, really sad story because Later on, when, um, what happened, I think my headmistress came to bail out Uncle Patrick, and while we were both sitting at the um, reception of the police station, he turned and looked at me and he asked me, have you ever seen me before? I said, no. He said, have I ever talked to you before? I said, no. He said, have I even ever talked to you before? I said, no, you've not talked to us before. He said, so how did you come to the conclusion that I look like the person who did this to you. And then I did not know what to say. I started crying. Because you know, I lied against this guy and he was going through a tough time. In fact, he was even crying. I was crying, he was crying. Too. <laughs> because he felt like I had ruined his life. Working in Catholic Uwe at that time was a big deal for teachers and just felt like I had ruined his chances at life. Now I think about it. Some when I, whenever I think about it, rather I always ask God for forgiveness. I go whenever Uncle Patrick is. Please have mercy upon him. Let's not be that this guy has linked us to my life. Big, because it was. It, it's actually a big deal for somebody to be accused of sexual molestation, and that was what I had done at that time. So, the police. While, well, you know, police now, once they see money, my auntie had already mobilized them, everything, everything, so they were ready for all of the actions. They, ah, they dealt with Uncle Patrick, who they beat him up, asking him to confess, this and that, that and this... All the while, throughout the week, this was going on. I was going to school. Everybody stayed away from me. Nobody wanted to talk to me. Even my brothers. My brothers, self we were going to the same school, they did not even work with me again. Everybody stayed away from me like I was alone. Even Rukewe, that became my friend. Rukewe, the new guy I met in school, that became my friend. She left me. And all and all and all, I was totally alone. I would cry. I would break down. I would beg God to please let this end. There is no. We see whatever you start, if you finish. There was no way this was just going to end like that. Now, when I think one of the big guys in the police station, I don't know whether it was whether DPO or ASP or SP or sergeant or whatever rank he was in. He was the one who suggested that they took the pants because my pants are now became easy bit <laughs> My pants became easy that <laughs> I didn't put it inside the plug pack. <laughs> so it said it should take the pants to the lab to actually ascertain if this thing is um, blood or something else. Because the guy in question who I had accused, Mr. Patrick. They had done everything to him and the guy was still maintaining his innocence so finally they contacted the doctor and they gave the pants to him and then he checked the pants and he said what was on the pants was just sugar extracts and possibly this could actually have come from um bubble gum or sweets or probably a drink and all of that, all of that, all of that. So, somewhere, somehow, the case was closed and every, 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 every. So that day, when the results came out and when they had finally made the judgment that Uncle Patrick was not involved in any of those things, we got home, my mother dealt with me again for calling Uncle Patrick's name. I said, I, I could not even defend myself. First and foremost, you guys beat me into saying a lie even when I said the truth and now you're beating me again because you because of all the hassle you had to go through like I just could not understand but my mom actually dealt with me again our reasons was that I lied against somebody but you made me like against... <laughs> like I just could not really really like it was really a bad time for me when I finally went back to school after one week break did, um, I was suspended for one week. So after the one week break, I went back to school. Nobody was talking to me up until I was done with the first term. Even examinations, nobody was not not even teachers, not even classmates. In fact, they had relegated me to the back of the class. I was sitting at you know the far right front of the class, but then they relegated me to the back of the class, and that was where. I, you know, stayed up until the first term finished. And when my dad came back and he heard everything, he decided that I was not going to go to that school anymore. So he changed I and my brothers from that school. See, I received a lot of bashing. Some teachers would just come into the staff room and ask me to kneel down. Punishment for what I did to Uncle Patrick. Uncle Patrick really suffered. Like, he suffered a lot because of me. Let's not even talk about the beating he got. <laughs> the way people were not looking at him around that time until he was, you know, um, until he was set free and people knew the truth that he was, he had not actually done anything. He, was, he really suffered up until the time when the truth came out. And I was, I really felt bad, really, really felt bad because, I mean, I, I felt like I just ruined somebody's life. And then the reaction I was even getting from people in school, even teachers. They all call me, like I said, they will ask me to kneel them payment for what I did. <laughs> my um, head mistress will just call me, you know, ask me to clear grass or weed, you know, or use my hands to weed. Sometimes, like, I faced a lot in school that year, and I could not tell my parents any of it because I felt like I deserved it. Like in the first place, who asked me to sneak in bubble gum If I did not do it, of these things will not happen but some way somehow i still blamed my parents that my mom because she really did not believe yes i know i had lied but then she did not take conscious time she just went into conclusion that somebody had touched me now there's no moral to this story okay this is just me telling you a story of how i got into trouble of the very first scandal in my life and i've lived with it ever since that whenever somebody's telling me something, I have to verify. Like, if somebody is accusing somebody of something, it has to really, really be the truth. Because, guys, <laughs> guys, they never really, if person don't accuse you falsely before, on top of that can matter, you go gonna know how they, you're gonna know how we feel. And people that accuse people falsely, I don't even know how they do it. Like, how they do it and still, you know, live happily. Because all through the time, until I finished my primary school in um, worry and I moved to Akwaibu for my secondary school, to Uyo for my secondary school section, all of those things were still playing in my mind. And you know what that made me? It made me really, really cautious of myself. Like, I tried as much as possible not to get in trouble in school. I tried as much as possible not to disobey the rules and regulations of school. Because I felt like disobeying you know, will bring me into one problem or the other. So this was the story of my first scandal ever in my life. (laughs) I never, ever, ever, ever want to face that feeling again. Ah, scandal is not good though. The way people will just be looking at you like, like you you are a very, very evil person and all of that. It was not really sweet at all. So guys, it's a wrap yes it's a wrap that's a wrap like I'm done that's the end of my story (laughs) so uh, uh, my god (laughs) you guys should not mind me yo just you know talking about it now thinking about it now actually makes me feel better because I've actually heard I'm not sure I've told any of my friends this I can't really remember telling them any of this I don't know if I have, but maybe I have or maybe I have not, but then anyways, I feel better now that I've said it, and I'm really sorry, Uncle Patrick, wherever you are, I don't know, I don't know you, I'm not, I'm not sure if I even see you and I'm going to recognize you, but please, 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 find it somewhere in your heart to forgive me, I know this does not count, but then... please let's just let's 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 just leave on of that anyways if you have a feedback to give me all you have to do is type tap if i say type tap on the message icon on you know the page where you'll be listening to this and then you can record your message and send to me and if you feel that that is too much of an hassle for you all you have to do is hook me up on facebook as mfon vicky mfon spelled as mfon vicky spelled as v-i-c-k-y and if you're not conversant with facebook hit me on twitter as okikiola my my twitter username is okikiola spelled as o-k-i-k-i-o-l-a thank you so much guys for listening to this story (laughs) please you guys should not bash me (laughs) please you guys should not bash me and don't don't, please please I beg in the name of god don't bash me you know It, it was in the age of um of um will i say at that time i really did not know anything so that could count for uh, (laughs) that could count that i really did not do that because i wanted to do it or because i find joy in doing it it was the situation i had found myself in and that's that thank you so much guys for listening god bless you guys hugs and kisses from me to you guys bye stay tuned for the next episode see you guys